This time each and every Friday, every Arab Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Shlach. Pasha Shlach, according to the Chinuch, contains three mitzvos, two positive mitzvos, the mitzvah of challah, of separating a portion from the dough. When we had a Beis Migdash, we gave this portion to the Kohen. Please God, we will in the future. The mitzvah of challah outside of Eretz Yisrael is the Rabbonon, a rabbinic mitzvah, that the mitzvah of Chalo should not be forgotten. And the other positive mitzvah is that of Tzitzis, that we are to place fringes, tassels on four-cornered garments. And finally, one prohibition not to stray after our hearts and after that which is alluring to our eyes, but to keep focused on Hashem's commandments. Parsha Shlach, which the first part of the Parsha is dominated by the tragic sin of the Meraglim, of the spies, whereby ten of the twelve spies come back with a devastating, a demoralizing report regarding the land of Israel, and as Dovr HaMelech says in Tilim 106, Pasuk 24, Vayim Asu Be'eretz Chemda, Loheminu Lidvarov, ouch, they despised the desirable land, they had no faith in his Hashem's word, The obvious question that we ask every year is, how could this happen? How could it be? The Zohar gives a very important answer, and that is that the Nesim, these Tzadikim, as great as they were, they were afraid of one thing. In the desert, they were being provided for with whatever they needed. In the desert, their food came from heaven, literally, the Mun, and their water came from the Be'er of Minyad, of Miriam, and they were enveloped in the Anane Kovod. They were living a life of Lamala Minateva. They were living a life, literally, of extraordinary, supernatural, and they didn't want to leave this cocoon. And God was telling them, no, Sorry, we were put in this world to elevate the everyday and not withdraw from the everyday. That is certainly one approach. There are many lessons that we are to derive from the Parsha, not the least of which is to instill within ourselves the love for Eretz Yisrael and I'd like to share with you a interesting insight into the very first Rashi on the Torah. So on the verse, Shlach Lecha Anoshim, the second verse of this week's Torah reading, so Rashi tells us the following, that, wait a second, Shlach Lecha, you send, if you want to 
go along with them, fine. Ani amarti lohem tova. Right? I already told you and the Jewish people that the land is a good land. At the burning bush, God told Moshe, Vale eschem, and I'm going to bring you up to a land flowing with milk and honey. However, Chayehem, now that they are challenging my word, what am I going to do? Shani no sein lahem mokom, listen carefully, litos. I am going to allow them to err, to stumble, bedivrei hamaraglim. Now this is a very important point. Points out Rabbi Yerucham in his Das Torah. It's not that God forbid Hashem is putting any kind of a stumbling block before the Jewish people and causing them to accept the negative report of the spies. But rather, what is happening is as follows. There is a concept of His, capital H, Hashem's protection that enables one to be successful and not to sin. The Gemara in Kedushin, Lamid Amid Beis, 30b, teaches the following. Yitzro shall Adam, a person's Yitzer, a person's drive, the negative, evil drive within a person, miskaber olav b'chol yom, literally gets stronger and challenges him on a daily basis, and attempts to literally pull him down and do him harm. The Umale Akurish Boruchu owes role, but not for the fact that Akurish Boruchu assists the individual Ain Yochol Lo. He's not going to be successful in overcoming the challenge that he sees and encounters every single day. Now take a look at these Miraglim. Who are they? The Torah tells us Kulamanoshim. These are distinguished individuals. And Rashi says that Hashuvim, the these are very fit, worthy individuals. And the Ramban, in his commentary on Pasuk 4, teaches that, my goodness, the order in which the Meraglim are listed is in accordance with their stature, and so in accordance with their Chachmah, with their wisdom. Yoshua bin Nun is number five on the list. What does that mean? That the first four that precede him are even on a higher nature greater individuals than Yoshua. Just look at the caliber of these people. And still, what happens here, God is not, God forbid, causing them to sin, but without the divine protection, without the divine assistance, unfortunately, this is an additional powerful lesson beneath the surface that we need His help. If, please God, each and every night, before we go to bed, and we recite Kriyashma Alamita, and we do that cheshbon ha-nefesh. We look into the past day's performance and we perhaps are ready to pat ourselves on the back and say, Chaim, Shalom, Rifke, Chani. This was a pretty good day. I, to the best of my, my knowledge and awareness, abstained from sin and tried, didn't speak Lashon Hara, didn't, 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 did this, did that. Pat yourself on the back 
but not too hard. Understand that by yourself, you just can't do it. There's somebody helping you. As the Gemara says once again, were it not for the fact that Hashem is assisting and helping the person, you can't do it on your own. And that's what Rashi means over here when Rashi says, the very first Rashi, literally on Shlach Lecha says Rashi, by I swear, Shanino Litos. I am going to allow them how not to cause them to sin, but to remove this divine protection. A very important, fascinating idea that is beneath the surface of this parsha. I'd like to take it one step beyond. Revel Yoshev Zechatzadik Levracha in his Sefer, Divrei Agada, on this parsha, on the Pasuk regarding Kalev, whereby Hashem extols the virtue of Kalev. And what does it say in chapter 14, Pasuk 24? The Avdi Kalev, my servant Kalev, Egev, Hoisa, Ruach Acheres Imo. My servant Kolev, because a different spirit was with him, right? He will, please God, come to the land. He will get his inheritance in the land. What is this Ruach Acheres? What is this different spirit that Kolev had? So the first thing that Rebel Yashiv reminds us is the Gemara in Sota, Daf Lamedalid on the base, 34b, whereby if you look at the beginning of Shani, where the Torah describes the actions and the movements about of the spies, Vayovol Ad, listen carefully, and Vayalu Banegev, and literally they went up they ascended in the south of Eretz Yisrael. And then the Pasa continues, at Hebron. The Pasa begins in the plural, they, all twelve of them, ascended in the south of the land of Israel, but in the singular, at Hebron, but he individually came to Hebron. Who is this? So Rashi quotes from the Gemara, in Soto Kolev Levado, just Kolev went there, and he went to pray by the graves of Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, excuse me, it was not there, and Leah. He went to go to those Avos and Imahos, Shlo Nisas, Hashem and Avos, please give me the strength to be that individual and not to follow the other ten spies. So the Ruach Acheres, the Gemara says, is the fact that he went and he had this additional boost of energy coming from the Ovos. This is one interpretation, showing that a person always has to find a means to provide themselves with this Ruach Acheres to arm themselves. But then he suggests something very refreshing. And what does this Ruach Acheres perhaps also include?
He says the Gemara in Sota, Daf Yud Beis Amar Aleph 12a teaches that Kolev was married to Miriam, and regarding Miriam, the Gemara in Sota tells us that when Paro decreed that all the Jewish boys should be thrown into the sea, so Amram, Moshe's father, divorced himself from Yochebed, his wife. The Jewish community followed his example because if God forbid we're going to bring children into this world that are going to be killed, better not to bring them in. Came along Miriam, his daughter, and she goes and she gives the following respectful argument to her dad. And she says, your decree is harsher than Paro. After all, Paro is only decreeing on the boys. Yours includes the girls. Moreover, she said, Abba, you should know that you will be the father of the boy, the man who will be the one, Goel Yisrael, the one to redeem the Jewish nation. So, what do we find? That he listens to her. Sure enough, when Moshe is born, the entire house is filled with light. He kisses her on her kepi. And then, unfortunately, when three months later, they have to put Moshe into the uh, river, what does he do? He gives her a little bit of a patch, and he says to her, BT, where is your prophecy now? This is found in Sota 13a. Now, what does Miriam believe at that time? So the Torah tells us, Literally, his sister was standing from afar. And the rabbis understand this to mean that she's not just curiously looking, she's standing to see what's going to happen because she's adamant in her belief in the prophecy that this young man, this baby, will be the one to redeem the Jewish people. She never faltered in her emuna. She never lost faith. And therefore, this woman who had such incredible emuna and bitachon says, Revel Yashiv, Zechat Tzadik Levracha, this is the Ruach Acheres that Kolev had. Ruach Kolev had this different spirit, namely, he had the incredible support of his wife, the incredible hashpa'a influence of his wife, as the Gemara in Yevamos, Samach Gimel Amar Aleph at the bottom teaches us of the very significant influence that the wife has on raising the children and on keeping the husband in check to make sure that he goes in the right path. And therefore, the Parsha of the Miraglim has so many practical lessons for us. Not only the love of Eretz Yisrael, but the important realization how much we need Hashem on a daily day basis 
as the Gemara teaches, Ilmole, were it not for the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, literally, Be'ezro, were it not for the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu helps him, in Yocholo. And by extension, says Rav Yashiv so beautifully, that same word, Ezro, to help him, it comes if the man is fortunate from his Ezra Kenegdo. May husbands and wives, and wives especially, continue to have this positive hashpa'a of their love for Eretz Yisrael, of their love for Torah and mitzvos, of their pure emuna, which is what sustained us in Mitzrayim. And please God, will continue to sustain us at Bias HaGoel. Shabbat Shalom to all.